Welcome to Spark My Muse, everyone. I'm Lisa DeLay, your host, and this is Soul School Lesson 211, Honest, Deep, Vulnerable Faith. Last week, I hope you got to hear my conversation with Dante Stewart, the author of Shouten in the Fire, an American Epistle. And today, I wanted to read you a section of his book because it's so beautifully written. And I want to point you back to that conversation we had because it is such a memorable one. It's such an important one. Even if you've already heard it, you might want to go back and listen to it again. We're in the final weeks of 2021, and the last couple of years have been pretty difficult. It doesn't seem that the COVID virus is taken care of, and we are heading into 2022 with more uncertainty. What we need is heavy doses of faith and hope. I don't know that I can provide those things for you, but I am journeying with you in them and searching for them myself. As the year winds down, I want to let you know what's happening for the last final weeks on Spark My Muse. The final few episodes of Spark My Muse will include a really wonderful conversation I had with Beth Allison Barr, the author of The Making of Biblical Womanhood. It was a really lovely conversation. And for anybody who falls into the evangelical or conservative Christian upbringing or current situation, I think you will really delight in hearing our conversation. And then I will be doing a Soul School episode reflecting on some piece of that book. And then in the new year, I'm so happy to include my conversation with Hillary McBride and her book, The Wisdom of Your Body. Hillary has created an absolutely wonderful work that's sure to be a classic for anybody looking for healing and insights on embodied living. I'm going to be reading from page 121 to 124 in Dante's book, and I urge you to get Shouten in the Fire, an American epistle, both for the beauty of his writing and for the power of his story. He writes, On the road to Emmaus, Jesus appeared, showing up in a shadow of a memory. He let them feel. They were honest. We had hope, they say. He gives them a reason to resurrect that hope. It is then that they finally see that they've been speaking to God. It is then that their weary hearts burn with joy. And then Jesus leaves. After all of that, he leaves. And they go back at once to Jerusalem, never the same. They now understood that they needed to lose hope in order to gain it. The hope was not in the theory or in any specific kind of event, but in a person, in the living, in the struggle. We have known that and have given up faith in the belief that things will eventually get better. A sort of triumphal note that takes one's mind away from such inhumane violence. Martin Luther King Jr. lost faith. Fannie Lou Hammer lost faith. John Coltrane lost faith. Malcolm X lost faith. W.E.B. Du Bois lost faith. James Cone lost faith. Ella Baker lost faith. James Baldwin lost faith. Octavia Butler lost faith. 
Toni Morrison lost faith. My mama lost it. My daddy lost it. But their faith was not a destination. It was a discipline. They had lost faith, but never in themselves, in what could be true of us, and what was true of God, and true in the struggle. I have moved beyond the often triumphal idea of faith as future only, as progression that doesn't upend power, and optimism that does not honestly read history and our present moment. And when I did, faith became life-giving and miraculously normal. Faith is as normal and as powerful as choosing to keep on living in the face of white supremacist capitalist brutality, economic instability, political polarization, religious nationalism, and the ongoing struggle of the distance between faith, Jesus, and our lives in the present. It is as normal as being honest with the world as it is. It is as normal as imagining the world as it can be. It is as normal as the disciples on the road losing so much, but having the courage to begin again, having the courage to return to the places of terror and violence with the good news that the world as it is is not the way that it always will be. It is as normal as so many of us screaming that our lives matter and that our lives will have a future and that our lives must be free. I have learned that many of us have not given up on faith, just the way our faith has been used to oppress others. We have not given up on the Bible, just the way it has been used to marginalize others. We have not given up on Jesus. We just know he ain't a blue-eyed white Republican. We're not becoming less spiritual or religious. It's just that we've learned to put up with less, much less. Today, many people talk about people leaving churches, giving up on Christianity, and rejecting Jesus. In reality, they have given up on the white supremacist brand of Christianity that cares more about power than Jesus, that does not care enough to take either our bodies or our futures seriously. Like James Baldwin, we are holding on to Jesus while also living with our fear, trauma, doubts, and hope. Our story and the story of Jesus are bound together in faith, hope, love, and community. We are not simply our ancestors' wildest dreams. We are their answered prayers. We are the leaders they prayed for. We are those who are black and beautiful, bold and courageous, brilliant and connected. We are pastors. We are activists. We are writers. We are blue-collar workers. We are artists. We are poets. We are teachers. We are politicians and more. As a preacher and writer, my role is to chronicle the struggle, to give voice to liberation and faith, to make pain and anger known, to keep hope alive, and to join our people in our long walk to freedom, to our vision of a better world. Faith, 
honest, deep, vulnerable faith, as Baldwin writes, is about growing up, becoming more loving, more honest, and more vulnerable. It is facing ourselves and what we desire. It is finding a way to begin again each day. It is not that we have the right answer or all the right solutions. It is that we have found deep meaning in the story of Jesus. We have learned, as James Cone writes, that being black and Christian could be liberating. Faith is finding home again. And that was a short reading from author Dante Stewart and his book, Shouting in the Fire, an American Epistle. As we reflect on these topics of faith and hope, and sometimes in the face of great uncertainty or disappointment or despair, what Dante writes is so important for people in the Black community and for any of us who falter in our hope. Sometimes hope comes when we finally give up hoping. That sounds really contradictory until you realize sometimes we're hoping for something as a way to control our present moment or our future moments. But our hope expands beyond those things that we can control. I invite you to come to sparkmymuse.com and see all that's available there. You are invited also to go to sparkmymuse.substack.com and become a subscriber to my articles there. Thank you so much for listening. I ask that you would share Spark My Muse with someone else today. Spark My Muse is now available on Pandora, as well as many other places. Google Play, of course, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you can get your podcasts. I wish you blessing and peace.